where you gamble the fucking money. Fucking degenerate. September 2nd, yes, the September 2nd, I don't know what that means, uh, college football on a Thursday, what is up, we're back, yes, there were games on Saturday, yes, Nebraska Cornhuskers and Adrian Martinez continue to dis- disappoint, is he still a true freshman, I mean, just shocked watching the kid, I feel bad for him, not really, no one has the ability to turn the ball over like Adrian Martinez does. If you could make a highlight tape of turnovers from every player in the country, he would have the Reggie Bush highlight of turnovers. I mean, the guy, I I think on that last drive throwing the football, didn't throw a pass going into his front foot. What I mean is he didn't step into any throw. Every throw was falling backwards off his back foot. He had, the, of course, the fumble at the end of the half. It looked like he was trying to dump the ball off to get an incomplete pass. Pretty sure it was third and ten, so I don't think it would have mattered. He should have just taken the sack, let the clock run, punted the football. Tries to, uh, to get his arm out there to dump the ball off. Gets tackled, arm gets hit. Ball is a fumble. Not an incomplete pass. Picked up, run back for a touchdown for Illinois. And then Illinois just showed up in the second half and just uh, ran the football down their throat. Great high school quarterback, great athlete, huge recruit coming out of uh, the L.A. area. But he just it just didn't transfer over. And uh, Nebraska's in trouble because that's one of those programs. There is nothing else to do in Nebraska. So everyone is watching. Um, yeah, they need to turn it around. But college football, here we are. UCLA played Hawaii last Saturday. They looked really good. Uh, they have LSU at home. Um, the line opened at four in favor of LSU, who named Max Johnson, son of Brad Johnson, their starter. Uh, they had some quarterback issues. Miles Brennan got hurt. I... The line dropped to three, three for LSU. I don't know. I don't know how much it could, you know, play nothing into this game. But Hurricane Ida has destroyed the state of Louisiana. It's got Katrina vibes. Probably not quite that bad. But uh, here LSU is going to play a game less than a week since Ida has kind of just ramaged through and just torn apart. Louisiana. So does that affect the players? Um, I think we, the the older person looking in, would, would say yes, but sometimes college kids, especially if they're not from the state of Louisiana, might not, might not hit home quite as hard. Um, and they're showing up to play a good UCLA team. You got Dorian Thompson Robinson in year three, uh, the big prospect out of Bishop Gorman. And I feel like he's kind of finally starting to settle into his own. Uh, he rushed a few passes against Hawaii. Needs to get a little bit more touch on the ball on certain throws. But Charbonnet transferring back to L.A. from Michigan uh, looked really good. Hawaii couldn't tackle. 
UCLA just kind of took the foot off the gas in the second half. But I think it's going to be a really good game against LSU. That game under their belt for UCLA I think is huge. Um, I would tease it, take UCLA at uh, 9.5, and probably take the under. I'm not sure what the over is at right now. But sometimes opening games, good defenses. I'm not sure about Max Johnson throwing the ball for LSU. So uh, I think I think UCLA comes out with an upset. It's not a huge upset. Um, I think they are underdog favorites to win the Pac-12 this year. Of course, Oregon is the favorite. Uh, Oregon is the West Coast's only chance, really, to vie for a national championship. But uh, it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a fun Saturday. The big game Saturday is, of course... Georgia at Clemson. Let me make sure that is correct and it's not Clemson at Georgia. They might be on a neutral site. All right, yes, Clemson is the home team. They're playing at Bank of America Stadium in North Carolina. I believe that is where the Panthers play. Slightly closer game for Clemson, but uh, it is a neutral site. Everything's close over there. Not far for Georgia fans. It's probably going to be a 50-50 split in terms of attendance. Uh Really looking forward to it. You have JT Daniels leading the offense for Georgia football. Of course, the big recruit went to USC, transferred into Georgia, stepped in nicely last year, the second half of the season, and led them to an upset win over Cincinnati, where Georgia was losing the whole game. I believe it was the Cotton Bowl. Uh, he's going into, I think, his redshirt junior year, maybe his true senior year. That COVID year last year was was weird. I don't know what players opted to, essentially, they had the option to redo the year. So, Clemson, DJ, you get a little Yeah, that's one of those ones, like Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's going to take me a while to get. Um, one of the top recruits two years ago, coming out of St. John Bosco, uh, he has taken over for Trevor Lawrence. The Trevor Lawrence era is over probably top one of the most famous college quarterbacks of all time really behind behind Tim Tebow um the hype on Lawrence was huge one one of two national championship appearances he was in maybe was he in three anyways he's off to Jacksonville it's DJ's turn um man this is gonna be a great game I, I just think Clemson's the better overall team which, I don't know, I, man, Clemson has some, has some defensive seniors graduate, Georgia is a great defense, they're a little bit boring on offense at times, they run the ball well, they've kind of become the running back university, um, I, let me check the spread really quick, I believe it is Clemson by three, I think you got to rock with Clemson and the points. Uh, DJ got enough experience last year to the point where he is—he uh, isn't a complete novice coming in. Lawrence was hurt for a couple of games. I'm going to take Clemson and the points minus three. So I have Clemson and the points minus three. I have UCLA plus three at home against LSU. What else are we rocking with for Saturday? Got to look more into what we are seeing with that Penn State-Wisconsin game. Um, 
I would take Wisconsin and the points. But I don't have much analysis. Over under 50 seems a little high. Maybe tease that up to 56 and take Wisconsin even money. Oregon Fresno State. Mm, I kind of want to take first half Fresno State to cover. The uh, spread is 20 and a half. Kind of scares me a little bit going in. But a big one, Alabama. Bryce Young era has begun. True sophomore. Uh, they're playing at Miami. And we talk about Bryce Young, a true sophomore. One of the funniest just storylines for me in college football. Derek King is still playing college football. He is essentially a BYU Mormon missioner. Uh, the guy is probably 25. He will turn 25 this year, no doubt. Redshirted uh, at Houston, took over. I think he might have started as a wide receiver, took over as a quarterback, played well at Houston. Um, they got a new coaching staff in there, and he decided to transfer to Miami. Um, and then the COVID year, he had the option to come back. So even though he was a redshirt senior last year, he is a redshirt COVID senior. So uh, I like Miami's defense. I think they've got some momentum going. I like their coach. I'm blanking on his name, the defensive coordinator. Uh, I kind of like Miami plus the points. Just because they're at home, you have the experience of De'Ara King. Um, of course, you know, it's hard to bet against Nick Saban. I don't think Miami wins the game, but 19.5 points for a 25-year-old De'Ara King and a good defense Miami Hurricanes. Just a little bit too many points. Um, Oklahoma at Tulane. Mm, that'd be interesting to see if that Tulane quarterback is back. 31 and a half points, but they are playing in Oklahoma now due to Hurricane Ida, so that's a scary one. But let's take a peek at today's games, because we do have some action today, and I think there are some fun games to bet. So, Boise State at UCF. Uh, Josh Hupel has left UCF. I'm not sure who has taken over. UCF is actually s favored by six. Um... According to ESPN's Power Football Index, they are 76% favorites to win this game. Ooh, man, Mountain West, Boise State champs. UCF has that lefty coming back. Might be a little bit too much firepower from UCF, but I'm going to take Boise State plus six. Boise State's well-coached, good defense. I still think they got a shot at it. Uh, so we got Boise State plus six today. Weber State at Utah. Utah minus 28 and a half. A lot of times early in these college football seasons when big teams are playing, you know, smaller schools, I just, I ride with the points. I don't I don't even care. I, I'll take Utah minus 28 and a half. Might buy a half point just because that always is a little scary. Oh, wow. We have Ohio State, Minnesota today? Come on. That's just beautiful. Uh, I'm going to take Minnesota plus 13 and a half. Ohio State. Um, wow, what's the kid's name that's starting quarterback? Out of California. Good athlete. Uh, he did get some action last year, later in games. But, uh, you know, it's his first, first real start. And you're going into Minnesota. P.J. Flack, whatever his name is. He gets them hyped up. 
They're going to have a lot of people at that game, 13 and a half points. I think it stays close for the majority of the game. Ohio State wins late, but I'm going to take the points there. And those are my favorites for today. Boise State plus six, ride big time, first sure of the day. Minnesota plus 13 and a half. And that is your analysis for Thursday football. Man, it felt good to ride through those games. It's the time of the season When love runs high In this time, give it to me easy And let me try with pleasured hands To take you in the sun to promise Like me, as he take us any time, any time to show, to show you what you.